Ooh, welcome back to the Highly Sports Podcast. My name is Andrew. I'm here with my co-host Garrett. First episode in Nashville, Tennessee, from the both of us. We were very sorry about no podcast last week. We had to get everything moved down here, settled into our new apartment. We are back. It is. It's been a been a wild couple weeks. Yes, it I has. S- I still have kind of a sore throat here, so I sound a little awkward. Um, but what's the difference? I always sound awkward, anyways. Uh, so how you doing? I'm great. In our new humble abode, just nice and comfortable, laid up, nice weather. Haven't seen less than like 40s at all during the day. New so, York just got two inches of snow. Yeah, I'm happy. Love to see it. Um, this is going to be our least planned podcast we have ever done. We were lay- sitting on the couch and the chair watching TV. What, what were we watching? I don't know. We were TV wasn't whatever. even on, to be honest. Wasn't on. Oh, we were just scrolling on TikTok. And Andrew looks up at me and says, oh, shit, we have to record a podcast today. And I said, well, we better get it done. And then he said, well, do you want to do it tomorrow? And I said, no, we better fucking do it now. Kid Kid show. show. That is our first kid show in a new state. I'd love to see it. So, yes, we are back for good now. Schedules might change a little bit, but we are back online. Let's talk about the most exciting thing that's happened over the past few weeks. It happened less at than the Oscars last night. Less than 12 hours ago. 12 hours ago, yep. Well, no. <laughs> it, it, it's like less than 24 hours ago. But yeah, um, we had a fight. Oh, well, not a fight. Let's, let's not hype it up a little bit. We, we got a little bit of planning. That, that Vince McMahon's behind it all, planning for WrestleMania this weekend. Will Smith versus Chris Rock. I don't think that Vince McMahon is behind it. <laughs> I think that Jake Paul and... What's the other one's name? Logan Paul. Logan Paul, yeah. I think they're behind it. I mean, Will Smith versus Chris Rock at the next celebrity boxing match? Jake Paul offered him both $15 million to fight. I mean, let's do this. Let's do this. Are you Team Chris or Team Will? I was Team Will last night. Okay. And then I woke up this morning and things have uh, been said on the internet that I've been like, oh yeah, that really makes sense. Uh, so I'm Team Chris. While I don't support what Will Smith did, uh, I'm still Team Will Smith. So, in the aspect of somebody made a joke that you don't appreciate, Will Smith noticed that his wife didn't appreciate it, and he said, all right, you made my wife feel, like, angry and sad about the joke that you made. So he smacked him across the face. I agree with it. Like, I'm... I'm happy that if if that's the way that our our country is going, that when somebody says something you don't agree with and it disrespects you or your family, smack them across the face and everything's fine. I'm fine with that. But a joke about alopecia when she doesn't even have it that bad. Like uh, the pictures prior to her shaving her head were like, okay, yeah, you have it, but there are also a lot of people that have it way, 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 way worse than you. Like you didn't have to shave your head, like. And you're also getting compared to G.I. Jane, from what I've heard, is an amazing movie for women empowerment and, and everything along that lines. I never I didn't seen even it. Know, I so. honestly didn't even know it was a movie. Yeah, I, I know it's a but movie, but I've never seen it. The the people that have, have tweeted about like the these entire situation and reported on it, like, the movie is great for women empowerment and all that. So it's like it's very I would I would assume that that's a great thing to be compared to. I don't know. I, I just you're you're smacking Chris Rock over an alopecia joke, but I mean, are we not gonna like you're not gonna go find August whatever his last name is and smack him across the face? Like he had no reaction when on live TV his 
his wife told him that they had she had an entanglement with another man. Like, and, and it's two names. It's Tupac and August, whatever his last name is. I don't know who the guy is, but I, I just don't understand it. It it makes no sense to me. Can we take a quick break? Sorry, I have a phone call. All right, sorry about that. It was honestly a not even important phone call. It was just a local number from back home that I had no idea what it was, so I thought it might have been family. Um, but yeah, like he did more in my. I don't know. I'm so torn. Is it the the straw that the last straw that broke the camel's back kind of situation? So here's my take on the situation. Um, after doing some digging today. I did find out that a lot of the jokes that the comedians or the hosts tell are generally scripted and the people that they're about are aware of the jokes because Hollywood is a big, they all can't fucking take a joke about themselves. They're all a bunch of stuck up fucks. Kid show. Kid show. But they are. And like the jokes are run by them. Like, do you remember, um, I believe it was Peyton Manning. Remember when Peyton Manning rust roasted Kevin Durant about the, the U S Olympics team. Yeah. And then he was like, Russell Westbrook, what do you have to think about that? And Russ just kind of looked at Canberra. Like, that was off script, and they didn't know he was going to say that. For the most part, a lot of those jokes, the people that they're about are aware of. I'm, from what I can tell, is that Jada and Will were not aware of that joke that was coming. And I feel like, had Chris Rock reached out about it, maybe it's different. Yeah, but it, could, Here, it, could it be said that, like, he said it, and then Will Smith could have just talked to him off stage, like, said, hey, man, that wasn't, well, that wasn't all right? Well, here's here's my thing. Will Smith clearly has a really weird relationship with his wife, and I love Will Smith, the actor. I think he's a great guy, and I think he's been through hell. No, I agree. And, yeah. like, as someone that's had similar situations, like, I understand what he's dealing with on that. So when she when he laughs at the joke initially and then he sees her and she doesn't find it funny because it's a health issue and it's something really personal with her that she came out about I understand why he was that pissed. I don't agree with Okay, let me let me rephrase this. I'm fine with him walking on stage and slapping the fuck out of Chris Rock. You know what? Fuck it. I love that. Good show, good show. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. That was like, hey, man, don't say shit about my wife. And that was finally Will Smith, like, taking a stand for himself. But at the same time, you're, you're on the, national television. You're literally at the Academy you're, Awards. You're about, like, Chris Rock, or, sorry, Will Smith was the absolute favorite to win Best Actor last night. Everybody knew he was going to win it. You're about to have your greatest moment in your career, and you do that. And it's kind of like, oh, shit, man. Like, and then, okay, so then he speaks. And uh, for, for what was it, two hours, roughly? Two hours, everybody's wondering, was that real or was it staged? I think he actually said to the word like 15, 20 minutes after it happened. So, okay, so maybe it was only like yeah. 20 minutes, whatever. We, we kind of were screwed up on that time because we were watching something else. And then like 45 minutes after it actually happened, we found out about it. Um, but then he accepts the award and if you know anything about Will Smith is he's an ugly crier. So when he cries, you know it's genuine because when he's faking crying, it doesn't look real. When he cries for real, you can tell. And he was clearly in shambles on the stage about that. 
that's how I know it was real. But the, I think it was my, a regretful cry too. Well, it was. He, he knows that he screwed yeah. up. So for me, it's like, well, wait a minute. You know you screwed up. How come you didn't apologize to Chris Rock? Why did you apologize to the fucking Academy, yeah. who's a racist bunch of fucking assholes who, for like years, wouldn't even invite black actors to the fucking, yeah. you know, to get well, onto the awards? On that note, you have Will Smith, like, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock openly on stage in front of live cameras, in, th- in front of thousands of his peers, millions watching across the world, and is allowed to go up on stage and accept his, his, his award, is allowed to give a speech, a seven-minute speech afterwards. But you have Kanye West, who is banned from the Oscars over words that were said on stage. So, I mean, if we go next year and Will Smith isn't invited to the Oscars, then it's fair treatment. But are they, is the Academy not going to invite last year, next year, are they not going to invite Will Smith, who is the, the reigning best actor and one of the most popular actors in I think the world it's, right now? I think it's two different circumstances because... The music industry is such a shit show. I understand. So I think that's totally different. Like, they didn't want Eminem to be there for a long time just because they didn't like Eminem. So I think that's totally different. And, like, say whatever you want. Will Smith, for basically 25 years, has been a complete class act. Like, probably one of the better people in Hollywood, Yeah, to be honest. He's been through a lot of shit. That's why I understand. Like, that's why I said, is is it the last straw that broke the camel's back? Probably. Like... It, it honestly, the amount of jokes that I've seen about Jada and Will over the last year since the entanglement stuff came out and the the red table talk or whatever it was that they did on live TV, it's like you can understand it, but I think there are better ways of of doing it. So I guess I don't have a side. I'm only on Chris Rock because I don't I don't think Will made the, the right decision. Like, I so just, can we can we talk about the slap now? Like, can oh we just, he. That he was pimp slapped Chris Rock. Like it was like the most perfect. Like I wish we had cameras. I would demonstrate it for people that I, you've you've seen it. I, there's no way nobody. And if has you seen haven't it. seen it, go see yes. it. Like he just so calmly walks, hand out his hips. No, no. And then he just, walks up with swagger. Yeah. He walks up there with the Fresh Prince walk. Walks up, bam, hits him across the face like he just slapped Carlton. And just walks away. And turns as he hits him. Turns with the slap still going, and then. Swagger walks back off the stage, then tells him, keep, keep wife's your name. wife's name out your motherfucking yeah. mouth. Like, hell yes. Hell yes. That was like, like he walks up. There's a lot he, of kid shows in there. That's fine. He walks up, he hits him, sits back down, then tells him basically to fuck off. It's like, wow, Will Smith just did that. And then Chris Rock's like, props to Chris Rock. Didn't bleed, didn't. Like rub his face, nothing. Just like took it and went. Will Smith, Will Smith just, just slapped, slapped the shit, the shit out, out of me. me. Like completely shocked. Yeah, I wish it was Dave Chappelle. I wish Dave oh, Chappelle oh was God. the comedian because then Dave Chappelle gets smacked by Will Smith and we get three hours of Jada and Will Smith jokes and it's just it's it'd be the best experience of my life. But yeah, there's there's nobody on the planet that can tell Dave Chappelle. What yeah. to not joke about? That guy literally took on the LGBTQ community for six Netflix specials. Yeah, he has no fear. Yeah, so I'm gonna start a petition now. Dave Chappelle hosts the Oscars for the rest of time. Yeah, because that's what everybody in the world wants, personally. So Will Smith, bro, that was some cold shit. I love it. It's is it the greatest moment in television history? 
Live TV history, greatest moment. I don't fucking know. I have no. I probably. I mean, seeing two, seeing an actor smack another actor, like le- legitimately, is yes, it's got to be up there. But off the top of my head, I can't think of anything else. Like I'm not a big TV person. I remember the, um, the La La Land and the Moonlight thing from like four or five years ago. Yeah, that was a big deal. Like what a total screw up that was. And it was like, holy shit, this is the worst moment in the history of the Oscars. And then Will Smith does that last night. It's like okay, well. We know what the worst. We know what the moment is now. It's it's clearly that. Yeah, and the memes are already overdone. Like, it's it's been less than twenty four hours, and I'm already sick of seeing the the uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock memes. Oh, you're sick of them? I oh, I'm it. so sick. I of love them. it. Absolutely love it. It's just been overdone. The the Adam Schefter reports that Tom Brady is retiring, and then Tom Brady is back from the NFL. Like, absolutely awesome. Don't, which don't. which. We'll just we're just gonna gateway into the next segment. I just want to say my favorite meme thus far has been, uh, I got one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, "You can't smack Chris Rock because your wife got no hair." Like that's my favorite one. And maybe I'm an asshole for laughing at it, but it's hilarious to me. I love that John Boy. Shout out to John Boy Media. Love that he did like a a review of it. Within like two hours of it happening, he's doing a breakdown. Love that. Yeah. Slowed it down. Dave, we got Dave Portnoy doing emergency press conferences about it. It breaks Twitter. Like, fantastic. It's definitely a top five time to be on Twitter no, with, with that moment. No publicity is bad publicity. Yep. publicity. Like Will Smith, his stock just went like through the roof. Best actor and best slap ever at the Oscars. It's two two milestones in one night. Holy hell! All right, let's let's change gears here. Let's go to what we're actually professionals at. Let's switch to the professionals. NFL. I love it. Let's go to the NFL. Yeah, we've had a lot of moves since we have done our last show. We're not going to go through all of them. Give me your biggest. Oh shit! That team might win the Super Bowl now. Move. Oh boy. Might win. I, can I give you? Can I give you that team might not win the Super Bowl now? Because I don't. I don't know if there's been any of these bad teams that have made moves that make them Super Bowl contenders that already weren't or that already were. Okay, fair enough. So like, mine is. I'm betting against these guys all year long until I'm proved otherwise. Is the Chiefs? I. I wholeheartedly, and, and I'm not going to say Patrick Mahomes isn't a good quarterback because he is. He's still a top three quarterback in the NFL, and it's not three. Um, but I I wholeheartedly believe that Tyreek Hill makes quarterbacks better. I think Patrick Mahomes is a much better quarterback with Tyreek Hill on his team than not. So I've already adjusted my rankings to, and I told you this when we were moving, based on the Chiefs' current roster, now they could still go out and re-sign Tyron Matthew or Well they're, sign... they're they're not getting Tyron Matthew. No, they I know. signed Justin Simmons. Sign whoever. I don't I think the Chiefs don't win that division. And to, I, they're not they're gonna make the playoffs because there's not a lot of amazing teams in the in the AFC. But it's I, I I'm very very torn on if they should be finishing second or third in that division in my rankings. Well, let me bring some let me bring some truth serum to this because let's be honest, they're a Travis Kelsey injury away from missing the playoffs. Yeah. 
Like Travis Kelsey misses three games, we're we're telling a different tale here. Like the Chiefs sign Juju, and it's like, okay, well, there's your slot wide receiver on the other half of Tyreek Hill, and that's fine. Yeah. Juju's a solid receiver. He has not been healthy in two years. No. Yeah, he can't stay healthy. So right right now, you have Juju, Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league, like McCole Hardman, McCole Hardman, and Josh Gordon. Yeah, and you have a running back of. Clyde Edwards. Oh, and, and they sign MVS, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you have MVS, a guy who literally can't catch. So you went from having just with Tyreek Hill alone, a top receiving core in the league. Because no, you you had the best receiving yeah, core in the league. To, oh shit! If one of my receivers gets injured, I'm I'm fucked. Like MVS is not a. Uh, no, if if, yes. if Kelsey goes down, and misses any time, they miss the playoffs. Yep. Now, with that being said, Travis Kelsey's been healthy. His whole career, mm-hmm. still picking the Chiefs to win the division. I, I, I won't I, be shocked. I will if they not. Do. I will not shy off of that. You cannot tell me, and and we'll discuss that division briefly because a lot of stuff has happened. I like what the Chargers have done. I like what the Raiders have done. The Broncos. But we haven't talked about the Raiders yet, and and we'll we'll get to yeah. that. The Broncos. Everybody's really high on Russ right now. I can go through advanced stat after advanced stat that shows Russell Wilson has been a below-average quarterback the last two seasons. Yeah, no, I agree. So the Broncos still have them at fourth in the division right now. I, I, I have I'm them the, fourth. I'm on the same page. The Chargers, I love the Chargers. I love Justin Herbert. I love every offensive skill player they have. I like what they brought on defense. Do I trust them to not be the Chargers? It's 30 years of this. 30 years of... Field goal misses, weird interceptions at bad times, weird sacks, just just weird stuff. Fran- I believe in in franchise curses. I believe in that stuff. I'm a Red Sox fan. I believe in that. It's real. I believe the Chargers have some kind of bad juju hanging over their franchise that they can't get over. Oakland, or I'm sorry, Vegas, prove to me Josh McDaniels can be a head coach and then we'll talk. Yeah, my rankings right now, I have the Chargers at one, probably the Chiefs at two, and the Raiders at three. But if the Raiders come out and win their first three games of the season, I won't be shocked. And, and Okay, but where they, so, they started 5-0 and last year, and what did I tell you? They were going to take a shit and fall apart. I just want to know, like, Derek Carr led the Raiders to the playoffs last year. Granted, they lost to the Bengals, the team that made it to the Super Bowl of the AFC. Like, why why does Devontae Adams go to the Raiders, which it's a good segue into talking about this, and everybody's already everybody's just criticizing Derek Carr, like, oh, Derek Carr can't get, can't get it done in that division. Why? He's one of two quarterbacks that made it to the playoffs in that division last year. He almost beat the Bengals in the playoffs. Like, the, why, like I just don't understand why all of a sudden we're forgetting about a year of, of Derek Carr playing very, very well. And we're already dropping all of that off, but everyone is so high on Joe Burrow after one great year. Granted, it's his only year that we can really go off of, but it, it, everything just makes no sense to me with the media of NFL, and it's just absolutely annoying. So here's my thing with the Raiders um, and Derek Carr specifically, because if you're just talking the Raiders in a vacuum, I still don't know if Josh McDaniels can be a head coach. Oh, and, and I just said yeah. that. But I've never seen Derek Carr put two consecutive seasons together. I've never seen that. And... I love Hunter Renfro. I love Darren Waller. I love Devontae Adams. I think those three are top. Well, 
we'll leave Hunter Renfro out of it. It's one of the better receivers. It's one of the, the better, league. yes, one of the better skill positions. Their offensive line is bad. They have a bad yeah. offensive line. Special teams is iffy at best. It's iffy. Their defense, while their front line, their front four, is very good. Their secondary makes a ton of penalties. They were the one of one of the highest penalized teams in the league last year. That is not going to work. You cannot play in that division and get called for penalties at a high rate. It's just not going to happen. And my other thing is, that division is going to beat the hell out of each other. That's good. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. Like everybody's saying, oh, well, we might have four teams from that division. No, you won't. Because one of those teams is going nine and whatever, nine and eight. And one of them's probably going to go seven and ten. Because they're going to have four division losses. You can't lose four division games. You just can't. It's not possible. No, we'll get two from the west, probably two from the north. Two from the north? You could get three. I mean, you could get three no, from the north. No, you're not getting three from the north. You're not even going to get two from the north. You know that the Bengals and the, and the Ravens or the Browns could make it? No. Two of those three teams are playoff one teams. team from the north. One team from one the team south. One team from the north. One team, uh, maybe two from the south. So you're taking, that's two playoff teams. I have two from the east. I have two from the west. Yep. I have one from the north. And two from the south. You have the Colts and the Titans making the playoffs yes, in the south. Yes, I do. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Oh, the I Colts. have the Colts making the playoffs. I have the Titans. What are you going to I don't the have Titans? the Titans making the playoffs. You're going to pick the Titans to miss the playoffs. Yep. yep. Okay. Once again, you're down on Derrick Henry. I'm not down on Derrick Henry. I'm down on Ryan Tannehill. It, and they still, they were the one seed last year. They were literally the one seed. We're they gonna, get to play Houston and Jacksonville four times. It's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I I'm wholeheartedly okay with that. Promise you, Colts are gonna win that division. The Titans are giant killers. They only beat good teams. That's all they do hey, until the playoffs. Your boy Matt Ryan is now in the AFC South. I yeah I like, this I would think be the a, Colts are gonna be pretty good. This would be a different story if Baker Mayfield was the quarterback in the Colts, like I thought. But Baker Mayfield is terrible and. I mean, if you want to just jump there, we can jump there. Let's do it. Okay. So Deshaun Watson gets tra- well. <laughs> has he officially been traded yet? Yeah. It's gone through. He's Pretty officially because sure. I don't think he's been announced he, as a he Brown. He went to the Browns presser. He did a okay, press conference press for conference. the Browns. All right. So he's a Brown. Baker Mayfield has not been traded. Nope. I don't think they're trading Baker Mayfield. I don't think so. Like what a slap in the face! That just shows how bad that guy is. He's terrible. He stinks. Prediction? Deshaun Watson's going to miss four games this year. I think at least four. I think he's going to miss six. Baker Mayfield comes out and dominates in the first four games. No. I think so. No. I think it's just fate. That this, like, he, he, we go through all this Twitter stuff where the Browns are like, oh, we need a grown up at the quarterback. Baker requests to trade. The Browns says no. Baker makes a public, a public thank you to the Browns, or to Browns and Cleveland fans all around the world. And then he's still on the team. They trade for Deshaun Watson. It's his like kind of last, de- just dessert for the for the Browns. And I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. I I highly <laughs> doubt that he's going to play well. But it's just a it's a bold prediction. I I guess going into this this year. Look, nobody here wants to <laughs> slam Baker more than me. Yeah, like, he's trash. Baker Mayfield is terrible. He's he's terrible. 
There's a reason the Browns went out and got Deshaun Watson. What did I say last year? The only thing that would keep the Browns from being successful was Baker Mayfield. And guess what? It was Baker Mayfield. With Deshaun Watson, who we'll discuss, the, the, the Browns should be Super Bowl favorites. Favorites. That's where I'm putting them. But here's the problem. When was the last time we saw Deshaun Watson? Two years ago. Two years ago. What was the record? What was his record? No idea. Four and twelve. Okay. Four and twelve. Now I know it's the Texans. Still had Brandon Cooks. Still had Will Fuller. Still had a pretty solid Didn't offensive Will Fuller line. Get hurt that year. Miss, miss nope. a bunch of he, games. He missed only the last two games of the season because okay. he was suspended for PEDs. You had Will Fuller. You had Brandon Cooks. You had a solid offensive line. You had a few nice pieces on defense. Let's remember their defense last year was pretty good. Actually, they were above league average in defense. You had a solid team, and you went four and twelve in the shittiest division in football. Made the playoffs the year before that. I, that's fine. You made the playoffs the year before Beat that. The Bills in the playoffs. That's, the year before I that. understand that. You did that. So you're telling me that DeAndre Hopkins takes you from a playoff team to a four and twelve team? I think losing your best wide receiver, getting traded for a bag of chips, is demoralizing for an NFL team. But you can't rise. So you can't ri- You can't rise above that and win eight games. Twenty three years old. So I, what? I think that's that's young. You, you you go from the playoffs and you're. It wasn't his rookie. It's year. like they his third the- season. What that was his third no. season as a starter. I I, I'm fully confident in Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson doesn't get suspended, the Browns are winning the division. Well, yeah. Who's their competition? Not your stupid team. Why do we got to bring Mitch Trubisky and the Pittsburgh Steelers up? We're not talking about them. The, the Ravens are out. I'm done Why? with them. I'm done with the Ravens. I'm done with them. Okay. I'm done with Lamar Jackson. I'm, I have no faith in him whatsoever. Yeah, the Bengals? I mean, I've, I've been out. I don't think they made the playoffs this year. I've look, said it. I love what they've done with their offensive line. But how many, team, how many times are we going to see this? A team makes the Super Bowl. They're, oh, they're young, hot shit. Everybody... Joe Burrow's a fucking top five quarterback. Oh, yeah, sure he is. No, he's not. Calm down, okay? Take a deep breath. They made the playoffs. They made the Super Bowl. They got incredibly lucky on their Super Bowl run. Like, one of the luckiest Super Bowl runs in history, and they lost to the Rams, who were about to blow them out if OBJ doesn't tear his ACL, okay? The Bengals are not winning that division. They're not. That's fine. Like, they're just not. The Browns should win the division. They should win it by three games. Hmm. They should win that division by three games. Okay. I, I think it's going to be close. I, I think the Ravens are good. I think the Ravens were good last year, and they were missing 12 players on their defensive side of the ball. I understand that. Players. But guess what? Here's the thing. Marcus Peters is their best corner. Marcus Peters is almost 30. Once you start having lower leg injuries as a corner... You are valueless. You can't run anymore. That's fine. Like, look at Stephon Gilmore. He went from defensive player of the year to the Patriots couldn't give him away. They couldn't give him away. They got a sixth-round pick for him. Sixth. That's terrible. I got... Sean Watson plays full season. I got the Browns, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Steelers. In In that order. And I'm perfectly okay well, with that. Well, I'm glad you have some, you know, you were honest about your team. It's fine. 
Yeah, but that's 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 a nine and eight at the bottom four. We got nine and eight for the Steelers. We got ten and seven for the Bengals. We got twelve and five for the Ravens and thirteen and four for the Browns. That's my prediction. Boy, that's a lot of wins. That's all right. That's a lot of wins in that division. So who's losing division games then? Because somebody's got to lose them. Oh, the Steelers are going to lose some of them. So you guys are going to go like 0-6 in the division? No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. And then you're, nah, you're going go, to go 0-6 in the division and then go 9-2 and the rest of the season? No, we're not going to go 0-6 in the division. We'll beat the Bengals once. You didn't even beat them once last year. That's, that's, fair, fair, that's fine. It's a fair point. It is a very fair point, but I'm fine with that. I, we're gonna you beat you guys were a terrible division team last year. We're going to beat the Bengals once. Okay. We'll beat the Browns once. Uh, we'll beat the Ravens once. We'll, we'll go 2-4 and four in the division. Yeah, and we'll win nine games. We're 8-1 eight, eight, again. We'll tie with the Browns. 8-8-1. Eight, eight, Jesus. I can't even talk to you. Like Tomlin. Um, all right, where would you like to jump to next? Let's talk about Matty Ice. Well, I thought we covered that. And. I mean, okay, yeah, we don't have to talk about that then. Let's talk about Von Miller. I think that's a big signing. The, the Bills are favorited to win the Super Bowl right now through FanDuel by a lot, I think. But I wish I could short that, to be honest. I wish I could bet against favorites yeah. and it not be like terrible odds. Um, I just, I think this is something for the Bills where if you do not win the Super Bowl this year, Oh, this is it. It's over. This yeah. is it. Because Allen goes to his big contract next year. Diggs is going to be older. I Look, I'm not trying to hate on the Bills. And everybody knows I like to hate the Bills. And that's fine. You gave Von Miller a six-year deal. He's 33. That's a, that's a bad contract. So, one of my old coworkers is bringing up that it's, it's only a lot of money for the first, like, three years. And then it goes into guarantee. Like... The way it's spaced out, it's really, I, I, I don't know how it, how it works, but I don't care. You're, you're well, paying a 33-year-old Von Miller a lot of money. Well, here's the problem with that. So next year when Josh Allen's contract kicks in, that's the year where they're going to have really hard times financially. So the first three years of that contract, you're going to be paying out money to a guy. Let's be honest. Von Miller was not playing well in Denver. He just wasn't. He's not a number one pass rusher anymore. Yeah. Like, do we think Von Miller only like played well in L.A. because it was he's Von Miller? No, Von Miller played well in L.A. because he had a top Aaron Donald, three Leonard Floyd of all time on the opposite yeah, side of the he line. He had Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and if I'm forgive me, I'm forgetting the other D tackles name, who's also very good. Like, it's easy to play defense when you have three other guys on your line that are incredible. The Bills don't have that. The Bills have a nice pass rush. It's not elite. It's nice. It's a nice pass rush. They have a good secondary, which is getting older. And we're also Tre'Davious White tore his ACL last year. We're we're, we're are we really He's we're just not gonna, all of a sudden yeah. going to be hundred percent healthy. He's right? going to be a top three corner in the league again. Like that that Bills secondary got torched at times because they were not good late in the year. I.e. Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, like. I'm sorry that you you took the Kansas City Chiefs to overtime, but you let Patrick Mahomes throw dots on you with 13 seconds left. And and I don't I don't want to bring this up to make Bills fans angry and and, and like rile you guys up, but it's true. Your guys' defense was lacking towards the end of the year. 
it makes zero sense how Von Miller is now making you as the favorites to win the Super Bowl. And good on you guys. You have all of the props in the world. I had props in you guys last year. I'm probably I hit the fucking spring on this mic. That's my bad. Talking with my hands. But and I'll probably have the same faith in you guys this year. I just do not know if you guys have what it takes. You guys, Saquon was basically yours. Everybody was rumoring Saquon going to the Bills. He's and still going to go there. The The Giants are going to trade him to Buffalo. Like, I'm, like ba- I'm booking that. They're getting Saquon Barkley. <laughs> they have done nothing to improve their running game. That just tells me that Barkley's getting traded on draft. Well, hang on. They had J.D. McKissick, who is just like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, except he can catch the ball. And What's the old saying? If you have three of one position? No, no, it's... If you have three quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, if you have three running backs, you have three running backs. I mean, I like having a stable of backs. I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, but but, all of them are the same. But, I mean, you're going to have three the, running backs that are average 2.4 yards a carry. And Yeah, I got, like, it's not like New England where New England has, like, really good running backs. Buffalo has terrible running backs. Devin Singletary is bad. Zach Moss is bad. Like, J.D. McKissick, as much as I like him, is Nothing. Like he's not special. He doesn't do anything great. Like in Buffalo, are like, are we gonna see you change things up this year? Because you've been the same exact team over the last two years based on how you play the game. You have spurts of being very bad, and you basically look like you don't know how to play the, the sport of football. And like, is this a McDermott issue? Is McDermott just not 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 wanting to change how he's running his team? Like, there needs to be something that happens differently for Buffalo to win the Super well, Bowl. They did lose Brian Dayball. This offseason, and I don't like that for them because um, he's a big part of what they do. So that's going to be interesting to see how the play calling and the offense flows. I would assume that Allen's at a point in his career where he can just kind of handle something like that, but we'll see. I mean, Jesus, the guy that Brian Dayball basically changed Josh Allen's life. So we'll see what comes out of that. Um, I'm still picking the Bills to win the division. No, I agree. My Patriots have done nothing to improve as a team. Now, draft might might change some things, but we have nothing to improve. The Dolphins, I know everybody thinks that the Dolphins are hot shit right now. Remember, the Dolphins were hot shit two off-seasons ago and finished fucking 6-10. and And I can already hear it now. Well, the Dolphins won seven games in a row last year. Yep. But they also played one of the worst schedules. No, no, no. Let's let, let me handle this. Yeah. Let me handle this one. They played four teams with their backup quarterback, and then they played three teams with quarterbacks who were in the bottom third of the league in QBR. So they beat seven teams with horribly below average quarterback play. Yep. Congratulations. Good for you. Oh, and you lost Brian Flores. You placed him with Mike McDaniel, who's the offensive coordinator for the 49ers, who everybody knows Kyle Shanahan's the offensive coordinator. So good for you. You replaced a guy with a guy who's completely unproven. So, oh, and your defense still stinks. Argument for that. Um, again, I said I think Tyreek Hill is the type of wide receiver that makes a quarterback better. I, I, do, I do think that I've already... I, Obviously, this is Tua. Like, if Tua does not do well this year, then he's gone. He's not an NFL quarterback. He should be gone anyways. But I was one of the last people that was actually defending that guy. I said, at the start of last season, I said, I'll give him six weeks. He's got to show me. By week two, I said, it's over. It's done. Realistically, this is it. Yeah, sure, this is it. You have a a 
top seven tight end. Like, Gesicki is very well, very good. You have Jalen Waddle, who is going to compliment Tyreek Hill a lot. And, and, like, those two wide receivers alone, any team is dying for that duo. So if, if Tua comes out and doesn't lead the Dolphins to at least second place in that division, I'm out. Like, I wasn't in this last year, but Tyreek Hill makes quarterback better in my eyes. I'm in again. They don't finish second, I'm out. Um, Tom Brady's been rumored to go to the Dolphins. I'm pretty sure that's shut down. Like, I don't know if you've seen that that's, come out that's as That's just false. not happening. It's just um, not going to happen. But, yeah, the, I I need to and now has no excuses. You need to be able to throw Tyreek on the deep ball. If you can't, it's not going to work at all. But I... Let's go, Mike McDaniel. You now have... Look, I'm going to call a spade a spade. Tua has been too injured in his career at this point to be a top quarterback. He is not good enough. He is not developed as a quarterback with the ability to win games. The games that they have won in the past, he has been carried. And that is in large part because Brian Flores knew how to game plan. He knew how to game plan. That's what he was good at. They don't have that anymore. So good. You went out and you got the flashy new toys. And ooh, you're... Congrats. Okay? Every quarterback in that division is better than Tua Tungavailoa. Mac Jones is significantly better than him. Zach Wilson, leaps and bounds better than Tua. As bad as Zach Wilson was last year, Zach Wilson is 10 times better than Tua. Okay. I, I mean... I slightly disagree, but not enough to really make it. I don't think Zach Wilson is leaps and bounds better than Tua He's right now. He's leaps and bounds better than Tua. Uh, I, if you watched Zach Wilson last year and you watched Tua last year, the difference in quarterback play was so visual. It was so easy to see it. Okay, this guy's a rookie. He's never played in the league before, but he at least sees stuff. He at least Okay, I can make this throw. I'm learning. I, okay, I can't do this. I can see that. Tua, they're like, okay, well, if we can't, if it's not the first 15 plays of the first half or the first 15 plays of the second half, we have no chance of scoring. That, that's it. Or we get a turnover inside yeah. our own territory. That's it. Those were their scoring opportunities last year. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll have to go and take a look at the, the differences between the both of them. Did anything happen in the NFC other than people getting traded away? Like, can we talk about this for a second? What happened? Like, oh, Carson Wentz went to the NFC. Carson Wentz went to the NFC. Wow. Look at you, Commanders. Don't, don't make me talk about Carson look Wentz. Look at you. Is there anything else on your mind? Like, did anybody else go to the NFC that's good? Everybody left. Randy Gregory, gone. Mari Cooper, gone. Tyreek Hill stayed in the conference. Tom Brady's probably going to be gone. I, I, or he'll probably just be Tom on the Brady's other going side. To the 49ers. Of the United States. He's going to the Forty yeah. Nineers. Like, come on. Nothing else. Like Matt look, Ryan t- gone. Look, look, Tom Brady's going to win the conference. He's going to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, Devontae Adams gone to the AFC. Like the Packers Super Bowl hopes gone. Yeah. What is going on? I don't understand. What can this? Can we just have a, a quick switch? Look, can we take the Steelers out of the AFC North and switch them with the listen, Lions? Listen, call me crazy. This is the Tom Brady effect. This is what this is. Come For, on. No, I'm, no, hang on. For years in the AFC, the quarterback play in the NFC and the rosters in the NFC were so much better and deeper because you had 
Brady and Manning in the AFC, and everybody knew we can't compete with them. We need to just wake them out. You also had Big Ben. Don't forget about him. Yeah, but you really had Brady and Manning. Okay, <laughs> relax. Okay. Brady goes to the NFC, and we've seen this. We've seen a talent drain to the AFC because the NFC teams realize we can't beat this guy. We can't beat him, Rodgers, and the Rams, and the 49ers. Well, we have no shot against Stafford, them. not just the Rams. No, it's the Rams, though. The Rams as a whole are a good unit. The, those teams are realizing we can't beat these guys collectively. We need to punt until we have a shot. Which is what the Rams did. Right, yeah. and the AFC, they're like, well, shit, this is wide open. Like, yeah, Kansas City is deadly, but like they've proven that they're not unstoppable. We can beat them. So teams are going all in because they see vulnerability over there. Like, Buffalo, is anybody really afraid of Buffalo? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Who's afraid of anybody in the AFC? There's no guy that walks into a locker room and is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Kid show. Yeah. Tom Brady's 44. He's finished top three in the MVP voting the last two years. He's 44. What else do you need? I Teams legitimately don't think they can beat him. I fucking hate him. I hate him so much. He should have just stayed retired. I, I, I'm going to say it over and over and over again until he finally fucking does it. I hate this man. He was gone. The only thing good he's done for me ever is now Big Ben as a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Without a doubt. And I can go to Canton in five years and wave my fucking terrible towel in hopes to just watch Big Ben accept his first ballot Hall of Fame. Like, I'm happy. Thank you, Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Thank you. Wow, whole full name. Thank full you, name. sir. It's the only thing you've done good for me. That's it. All right, is there anything else you need to touch on here? No. We will be back next week, though. Way more prepared than we were this week. Like, laptops will be out, both of them, because Garrett has his out, but I don't know how much he's looked at it. We'll have notes written down, probably draft stuff. Basketball's coming to an end. We got some of that to talk about. I'm excited. Nashville's nice. As always, follow us on Twitter at Highly Undisputed. That's Highly Undisputed without the E. Garrett's personal Twitter is in the bio. Mine is not. You'd think with moving 14 hours away and having a car ride to set up a Twitter, I would have done that. But I didn't because I'm lazy. And I apologize. Go follow him. Go follow the Highly Undisputed Twitter. Send us emails at HighlyUndisputed247 at gmail.com. That has the E. Questions, comments, concerns, any recommendations of things to do in Nashville for us to do because we don't know what to do around here. Watch the U.S. Men's National Team game on Wednesday. If you're listening this far, make sure you fucking do it because we need your support. And as always, we will see you next week.